Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast and today we're going back to our series on better English in 2018 because improving your English isn't just something you talk about at the beginning of the year, it's relevant all the way through and that's why we're still talking about it now in March. So um, today we're going to talk about speaking and again some of my students love speaking and some hate it so if you love speaking that's great lucky you <laughs> um, because it is one of the things that some people find really difficult um, and if you do enjoy speaking then you can still listen because there are there are things here that will help you um, but this episode is really for mainly for people who find it difficult and I can really understand that because as a language learner it's always the thing that I've struggled with most um, for a number of reasons and we're going to look at some of the reasons later but um, I think if you have an area that's weaker it's sometimes a temptation that you really focus on the things that you enjoy doing and for me that was reading and writing and listening and then your speaking doesn't improve at the same rate as your other skills because it's the thing that you don't enjoy as much and then instead of putting more effort into it and spending more time on it because it's a bit more difficult and a bit less enjoyable then sometimes the temptation is to focus on the other things that we don't find as difficult or that we enjoy more and that's a problem because if you do that then you'll have really good reading and writing skills perhaps and your listening is okay and then your speaking still doesn't improve. So if you live in a country where um, English isn't spoken all the time, speaking is something that you really have to take time to do and to look for opportunities to do because it won't just happen naturally. You know, maybe if you live here in the UK, you are forced to speak English more because the people around you are speaking English. But if you don't, then you really have to look for opportunities to do that. And that's one of the reasons, because if somebody doesn't really want to do it and then they have to look for opportunities, they just think, oh, yeah, I'll do it later. I'll do it some other time. And it never happens. But if you if you want to improve your speaking, then you really need to speak. That's kind of, it's not a secret. It's not an amazing um, solution to the problem. But you, you do have to speak more, because I, I know from my own experience that when I was quite scared about speaking German and then I just took the decision that I'm, I'm going to speak. I'm, I made this decision that um, I want to speak. I, I took steps to make sure I had to speak and it did get easier but you can certainly do that in a way that makes it more enjoyable for you. So for me example one-to-one -one speaking was much more enjoyable than going to group events because I was only speaking to one person at a time um, speaking to friends, making friends with people that shared my interests helped because we could talk about the books that we were enjoying or um, we a shared hobby rather than thinking oh I've got to find something to talk about because that's hard if you're not naturally good at small talk as well then some of the activities that people suggest for improving your speaking skills are hard and I work with a number of people who don't enjoy small talk at all even in their own language they find it kind of pointless and why would you want to even do that so for them I then suggest well okay talk about something you care about you know find your find people who share your hobbies and talk to them because then it's not just having pointless conversations about the weather or what you did at the weekend if you're invested in talking about this thing that you care about then 
chances are you will speak more or have more to say because sometimes the problem people have is that they don't have anything to say and then when the teacher tells them they have to speak they suddenly um their mind just goes blank because they can't think of anything to say so try and put yourself in situations where you do have something to say and um along those same lines don't always put yourself into situations where there's pressure so if the only reason you ever have to speak english is at work and it's important it's an important meeting with clients or with colleagues or with your boss then that is quite a high pressure situation and you're already perhaps feeling a bit under pressure because of that if you can get some speaking practice in other situations where it's not important for your career then you know get your practice in there and not in the situations where it does actually count so on my website i've got a um i'll link through to it on the show notes page but there is some tips about what you can do to improve your speaking skills you know however you want to do that you could even make a podcast if you wanted to because then you're not actually speaking to anyone but you're practicing listening to yourself speaking english um you could you could start a youtube channel you could um find people to talk to so as as i was mentioning before about people who share your language um either who are wanting to learn your language or who share your interests um you could see if there are any local meetups perhaps there are sites like meetup.com where you can find people that have similar interests nearby or any facebook groups for people who want to improve their english um there are lots of things that you can do but one of the main things about speaking is you have to look for opportunities to do it and sometimes it's good just to think about what you're going to do and write it down or tell someone because then you feel a bit more accountable um so basically if you want to improve your speaking then part of it is doing it because the more you practice and even hear yourself speaking sometimes it's just like for me to hear myself speak another language and to know I wasn't doing it very well at the beginning that was quite hard so you know talk to your dog or cat in in english if that helps just to get used to hearing yourself speaking it sometimes the vocabulary is a problem there's so much you want to say but you um can't do it so you don't say anything and that's that's something that I want to move on to now because you know what are some of these specific problems that people have with speaking because a lot of the people that tell me they don't like speaking do actually want to do it they just struggle with with different things so for me one of the first things that i struggled with was um i usually have a lot to say so to reduce what i want to say down to what i can say in the other languages is quite a challenge or was quite a challenge at the beginning now i don't really have to do that with german anymore because i can say what i would say in english but certainly when i was learning german and when i started learning turkish that was a problem for me so my um default reaction was just not to say anything if i can't say all the things i want to say i'll just be quiet and that doesn't help you to improve your speaking skills that just makes people think you have nothing to say or you're not interested you're not engaged and that's not a good thing so one of the ways you can really do something about that is to to build up your vocabulary and it doesn't mean you can just read and listen and never do any speaking because you're building up your vocabulary but the more you build up your vocabulary if the problem is that you can't say what you want to say then it will help so try to look for relevant vocabulary um read things that will help you with the conversations you want to have 
Um, it doesn't substitute speaking. At some point, you are going to have to speak if you want to improve that. But building up your vocabulary can really help because it gives you the confidence to know that you have those words if you want to use them. So that's definitely something I'd say. If, if you're worried about your vocabulary, then by all means, build up your vocabulary. But at the same time, think about making things a bit more um, a bit more simplified, I guess. To, you know, make, choose more simple sentences. What are the main things you want to say? You might not be able to tell the whole story about what happened to you at the weekend, but what are the main verbs? What are the main actions that happened? What are the main things that you need to talk about what are the main nouns, what are the main adjectives. So try and reduce what you want to say down to a simpler version and see if you can say that. And try to think in the language too. Don't try to think in your native language and then translate on the fly because that is really hard. It's something you have to do if you're an interpreter or something, but it's a lot harder to do that, to go from one to the other quickly in your head than to try and think in the other language. So that's one thing. Build up your vocabulary. Um, a lot of the problems that people have around speaking are people that tend to be more perfectionists because they don't want to make mistakes, they don't want people to laugh at them. The amount of times that people do actually laugh is, is a lot less than we think. Um, I can think of, I don't know, maybe four or five times when people have actually laughed at me for getting something wrong and all the other times when people have been really encouraging, but it's a real fear that people worry about. So if you're worried that people will laugh at you, well, if they do, then they're not very nice people, are they? If, you, if it's your colleagues, you can't do much about that. But if it's friends, then find some find some nicer friends. Um, it's it's natural that we want to do our best, and and particularly those of us who have perfectionist tendencies can really struggle with this. But the only way you really learn is is by making mistakes and then recognizing the mis mistakes and then not making those mistakes again. So if you never make any mistakes, you'll never learn. And it's easy for me to say that now, and it's something I've really struggled with in speaking, but it's true. If you are prepared to make mistakes, you can learn from them and then you can move on. If you never say anything because you don't want to make any mistakes, well then your growth is going to be a lot slower. So mistakes are a thing, they happen, we learn from them, we can move on. It's not the end of the world if you make a mistake. Um, Practice can be another problem that I've talked about. You know, people people don't improve their speaking skills just because they don't speak. They don't have opportunities. And that's coming back to what I said earlier. You know, you have to look for those opportunities sometimes because they just won't present themselves unless you go out and find them. So think about whom you can speak English with or, or what kind of activities you want to do. Um, another problem is that people say they can't think fast enough under pressure because if you're writing something, you can take the time to look something up in the dictionary, to find the right words. And when you're speaking, you haven't got that time. You're reacting spontaneously and you have to think quite quickly. So if that is something that you struggle with, then I'm not suggesting that you go around talking to yourself, but think, you know, if you're driving somewhere in your car, you know, think about what you're seeing in English, think about what you're doing and how you would describe that to someone in English or if they were an English speaking person in your car, what you would tell them about the things that you're passing, the places that you know, or the things that happen to you. So you don't actually have to speak all the time, but it's preparing your mind for thinking in English and then speaking. So you don't even have to do this out loud. Um, you can, just as you're going around the house or just going through your day, think about what you would say in English. You don't have to say it, but it's getting your brain trained to thinking in English and 
constructing English sentences. So when you do actually have to do it because you're having a conversation with someone, then you are in a better position to do that because it's something, a skill that you practice when you don't actually need it. And because the sentence structure is probably going to be different to your native language sentence structure, it's, it's just good to get your mind into that habit of thinking in English sentences. So I think I think as adults we, we struggle more. Um, children, small children, don't really worry about making mistakes or you know they just want to communicate. Whereas an adult, when you're used to that more kind of sophisticated communication of an adult, it's hard because you feel you're going backwards, you're talking like a small child sometimes, and we worry about that more than children do. But children, because they don't have this concern, they can they can learn a lot faster because you know, making mistakes, it's one of the biggest um, obstacles that people face, um, the fear of making mistakes. And, and I think really working with adult learners, that's something that, that can hold us back. I say us because I've been there as well. I'm not just talking about them as the people I work with. I've, I've also had to work on my mindset around speaking as much as I had to work on my vocabulary because you have to be willing to to try and and possibly make mistakes but then to, to move on and the more you do it the easier it becomes and sometimes it's good to have some feedback as well because you know there are people who can speak and speak and speak and they make a lot of mistakes and sometimes people don't understand them so it's not just about practicing you know you need some feedback sometimes sometimes it's just about practicing the skill of speaking sometimes you need people to help you with that so if you have a language tandem partner, for example, you can help them and they can help you. That's a really good way to improve your speaking skills because you're both helping each other. You're both contributing. And as long as you find somebody that you like as a person, then you can become friends as well. It's, I've had some really good experiences with language tandems and, and made some friends as well. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, if you're looking for training, then I do provide one-to-one -one training. They are paid training courses. So if you want to improve your speaking with me, then I will also add the link to that on the show notes page. And you can have a look at that. Um, there are different courses that I offer. Um, one is um, specifically just one-to-one -one training, working on what you need to work on, or there is like a grammar course or um, a business English course. So there are a number of things available, but I will add the link to my training onto the show notes page. Um, so you can have a look at that if that's if you need some individual help with your speaking so um, that will be on the show notes page which is englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 128 so I hope that's been helpful giving you some ideas and tips on what you can do um, I would encourage you just to think about what, what prevents you from speaking or, or what are your main problems around speaking and then it's easier to find solutions once you know what the problems are so have a good week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes. 